Welcome to Time Sync. This is episode 149. I'm co-host Amaldeep. And I'm co-host Hamza. Is that good enough for you, Hamza? You happy? Yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. This is a topic that we added to the topic list like last minute, just because I found out about it so recently. So I'm not going to act like I'm super informed about why this happened. But basically, uh, my dad and I watch American football. Boo. It's a sport. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And uh, I mean, it, I mean, I, I don't blame you for booing. Wait, quick a, tangent. Do you watch? Do you guys watch basketball? My dad does. I don't. Uh, apparently, they ha- I don't really watch basketball, but apparently they have like a world basketball tournament thing, my dude. And USA lost against, I think, Germany. And people are like, well, you, I thought USA was the best at like basketball or like the US, like NBA is like the best league in, in like the world or whatever. So how come they lost against Germany? And then people were like, do well, they care? Do the players care? No, they, they care. They're NBA players, you know, on, on every team and stuff. But they're saying like, oh, it's it's because like they didn't send their best players or whatever. But then um, there's another basketball guy called like I think it was like Noah Lyles or something. He's like a, he's, an, he's he's under flack right now because he said, uh, "World champions of what?" It's like well, I always see these trophies whenever NBA finals wins, but they always say they're world champions. Like of what? Like they're wearing America. This is not a world championship. And then and then USA lost uh, against Germany, so now it's it's like he was right. I guess it's a uh... damn. You know that's a very common thing. I feel like I I know the baseball league in america is called the world series which i think technically includes teams from canada that they're part of the league so that technically makes it international is there no but, one else i thought japan played two or something but they, they have their own league this is i'm talking about the uh, major league baseball league the american league oh they call the final game the or the final set of games the world series Got like it. world but yeah i also know like uh i could have sworn i remember reading about how michael jordan when he went to go play in the Olympics basketball, he went with the sole purpose of just getting to know the players from the other team. Okay. To figure out how they play, and then so he could beat them better in the actual NBA league. And then he went on like, like so if you look at the stats, like any time Michael Jordan went up against one of those players in the NBA, like one team against the other, Michael Jordan did always win. Now, would he have always have won? Because it's a team game, it's a team game, or was it like he figured something out about the player, watching playing with them, was able to figure out their quirks and then found weaknesses in their quirks or found ways to defeat them. You know, this is so crazy because it reminded me of uh, Hikaru Nakamura in an interview said he pl- uh, him and Magnus Carlson, like Max invited him to play like a private uh, private game of chess with him, like in his hotel. So it wasn't like it wasn't like recorded or no one was watching or anything, mm-hmm. and it was no money or anything. He played, uh, they played a lot of games, and Max won a lot of them, obviously. But he said that was one of the biggest mistakes he made in his career because it, it gave Max an idea of his uh, his type of play style. And, uh, oh, Hikaru Nakamura. Hikaru Nakamura feels like he gave him more information about himself than he got yeah. from Magnus. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't know I don't know how true that is. But now that you said about Michael Jordan, I'm thinking, wait, maybe that's a thing. This could be a, I can totally believe this is a thing where it's like if you play with someone frequently, you can pick up on something. And figure out weaknesses or find kinks in the armor. Yeah. So maybe that's why they don't do it anymore. Maybe they're like, oh, we can't actually send our best because our best will be, you know, analyzed by the opponents. So yeah, like, how much does how much do the NBA teams care? You know? Because like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, like, granted, that's true, but it's it's embarrassing still when they're like, oh, oh yeah, they, it is lose, and a like, bit of an embarrassment. Yes. So how can you call yourself the world champions if you don't win in the world 
tournament. Like that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, it, to be fair, the same thing kind of I kind of think about that with uh, soccer and cricket specifically, because these are two sports that are internationally loved. Like they're very popular internationally, yeah. and they don't get a- any meaningful representation in the Olympics. I feel like, and I think the reason that is, I didn't even know it, the Olympics had these these sports. Well, I know they have soccer. I don't actually don't even know if they have cricket. But you think of sport as internationally loved as cricket would easily make it into the Olympics. But then you realize, oh, but these sports already have highly profitable world international cups yeah like the world cup exists and i forget what the name of the cricket one is but like they have a a, a a tournament where all the different countries face against each other already so the olympics are kind of unnecessary and that one makes the more money so that's the one where most of the best players go and usually they have contracts that you can't play in the olympics because they don't want the olympics to actually become an actual co- like competition for their business that's kind of crazy dude that part is kind of crazy like what's the point of the olympics then that was but the best of the best. But let me really just a hey, swimmers like track and field, we got you. But like for karate, karate for other any for like these like I don't know all these other sports like it just feels like this is really a competition. Then How it definitely feels soccer, very dude? track and field oriented. I feel like when I, th- when I think of the Olympics, I do think swimming and track and field. Those are the two major yeah. categories I think of. Uh, well, yeah, and I guess gymnastics too. But the thing is, like, I guess the for for most of sports, the Olympics is the biggest international stage that they can compete on. But for soccer and cricket, there are bigger international stages, their own respective leagues. I didn't even know cricket was in the Olympics. I don't. Th- I actually don't know if it is. But as, in, as I'm saying, like you think a sport as internationally loved and played would be obviously in the Olympics. You know, you, you just if someone said, "Oh, cricket's in the Olympics," you just believe that because, of course, so many countries love cricket. I'm not sure if I would believe that. Like, cricket is a very long game, isn't it? Oh, you think it's just too much of a hassle to organize? Like, even games like uh Oh, that's true. Most of the tournaments go on for, like, months probably, right? Yeah. And, like, soccer, like, there's so many teams. Like, how are you going to... So many countries. Like, well, how's that even going to work? Like, some kind of Swiss format? Like, every day, half the teams are knocked out. Okay, apparently two days ago, there was an update on this. Uh, Olympic News 2023. Decision on cricket's inclusion for 2028 delayed. So, not so only is it not... not even in it. The decision to decide whether it's even going to be in it got delayed. I want, Can I give us a reason why? Like, what's what's the pitfall here? Like, why do they not want to add cricket? It might just honestly be, like we said, like, it, to organize a tournament of cricket would be such a long ordeal. Like, it, it would last longer than the Olympics themselves. Unless they did, like, some special formats that are shorter. But then it's like, is that real cricket? If you're not playing the full 60 overs? Yeah, or, or maybe the cricket organization or organizers are like, I don't think I really want to be part of, like, the Olympic thing. And the Olympics like, come on, bro, just be there. It's like, nah, 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 I don't think so. Really? You like, think you know? so? I feel like... No, I don't know. Because you said, like, they have their own interests. Why would they want to join I guess the that's true. Yeah, they have their own interests in the other more profitable, more recognizable league. Anyways, back to, like, the main topic, which is the American football thing. Yeah, the football thing. Yeah, they, they unveiled a new motto. And I'm going to... Sh- they, they put, like, a mural up. I want to, I'm going to send you this mural... And I just want to, let's play a game of uh, Spot the Difference, shall we? Wait, like but this one, is, so this is the Dallas Cowboys new Yes, model. Dallas Cowboys. And the the new motto is Carpe Omnia, which means uh, seize everything. Mm-hmm. It's Latin for seize everything because, you know, if you want to make a motto, it has to be in Latin. We're cowboys, man. Relax. All right. So just tell me which one of these things feels like it doesn't fit in with the other ones. Because I have a picture here. Carpe. 
I can look at the, what? I can look at... Is this real or is this fake, dude? <laughs> That's what I thought. I saw this like this has to be like photoshopped or something. No, no. Okay, okay. So listen, this is what I see. All right, I see, I see. A, like, what is it? How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven photos. Yeah, it's a, like, collage a collage of seven photos. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, top left we have like you know they're lifting a trophy. You know, like we're the best. Yep. Bottom left they have like they're catching a the football. Then like you know they're like tackling or something then there's like a bunch of different pictures i don't know what that's for yeah and there's a huge like variety of photos uh, in the middle but, is a bunch of photos of previous super bowl winning teams all around them are just snapshots of football moments of the games and then a huge photo of a guy holding one of the super bowl trophies when i guess the dallas cowboys won the super bowl that's a super bowl trophy yeah that's what the super bowl trophy looks why like. does that's... it look kind of lame i'll be honest with you oh damn the disrespect Maybe I can't. Maybe I can't see it properly from this picture, but like it seems so small and silver. That seems like second place, you know. Platinum. I actually no idea. I don't know what metal it actually is made of. <laughs> you said platinum. I was me like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I wasn't like, what are you talking about? Okay, anyways, but forget all that stuff because on the on the top right, and like taking like the entire quadrant of the the motto, there's is that, that's sicky, right? That's a sick like soldier holding yeah. a sword out with a shield, and the man's like he's going to war. Yep, and, and there's lightning in the background too. Is that right? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a super dramatic painting kind of thing of what is clearly like a sick soldier from like the 1800s. Hang on, hang on. It, it, technically, it doesn't have to be sicky, you know. Is it, like... Okay, he's he's dressed in what most people would consider a sick warrior attire. So they don't want they don't want shirts, dude. Well, typically not in the depictions of them. In actual battle, I actually have no idea. But whenever you but see the... like a painting of them. This it's is what it's hard. Like. It's hard for me to tell if that's Siki or if it's like because there's a lot of people during in that region too that probably went to war looking just like that, right? Similar, yes, but like the turban, the turban doesn't seem the same style as I see Siki wear that turban. Am I wrong? Oh, you're kind of wrong there. That's a uh, okay. That's that's what I would consider the more religious style turban that's associated with Siki. The one you're thinking of is more the of bug. the cultural. No, the no, no. Bug no. Turban. No, no, you're, that's not. That's technically not. It's the like, most commonly worn one, but it's not like the. It's, it's it's weird. It's complicated. It's a whole thing involved. But the reason, okay, so you're questioning like you're questioning whether or not this is actually like Sikhi or not. Or just yes, like, yes. Did they, they just took a photo of a random soldier? Yes. So, uh, hold on. I want to. I want to get. I want to. I want to nail this. So give me a second. Uh, I had this up. Yeah. This is a fo- a pe- portrait. I guess painting. I'm not sure what, what exactly the term would be. Of Sikh warrior Hari Singh Nova. Like okay, it's specifically so it a, it's not even like it's a Sikh warrior, it's a specific one who was like a leader of a lot of battles. And uh, let me see if, see if I can find a photo of the merch. Okay, but why? What? And it, honestly, at first I was like, oh, they just it's a final photo that I thought looked cool. But like you said, it takes up so much of the collage, you can't like miss it. It's not it's, football. It's not football, yeah. It's obviously it's the only one that's not related to football. So I mean, like this, this is the owner of, of Cowboy Dallas like Siki. Is that what it is? Not that I'm aware of. If he was, my dad would have told me for sure. I would have, I would have known that fact. So I sent you another. I sent you another photo, a link to a hoodie. This is the hoodie of the the motto. I I don't I I I don't understand why they did it though. Honestly, I can't figure it out either. That's the thing I can't find out. Is like why though? Like they're all like, what? oh yeah. All the things I signed, they're like, oh, uh, you know, stick warriors were really great. They were good at combat, blah, blah, blah. Like, all these parts are like why they would pick a warrior to be 
kind of representation of the Dallas Cowboys. Because they want to show like, oh, we charge into battle, we win, blah, blah. But why specifically this one? I can't find the answer to that. Like, the thing is, dude, okay, but every every country and region and religion and whatever has warriors that blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Like, you would That's think that the West is, like, doing some kind of, like, Roman emperor or whatever if they really cared about, you know, that kind of stuff. Right, but, um, right. That's the thing. I can't figure out why specifically would they go with this one. Especially because, like, let's be honest, not very well known. Like, it's not like this is a name people would recognize outside of a select small communities. I like the, their hoodie is the the hoodie they're selling is just the motto Carpe Omnium surrounding an illustration of the exact same warrior and that's it. Like they're like they're making this guy like the logo of the motto in a weird way. Yeah, but like why? Like I said, I just found out about this like moments ago, essentially. So I had no time to research it. I just had to show it to you because it just because like I was like the Sikh population cannot be nearly big enough to justify like a targeted marketing campaign. Like, there's no way that could be it. There are so many other populations that they can make so much more money off of by pandering to them. So it doesn't make sense as, like, a pandering thing. Yeah, definitely not. But I'm... There must uh... just be, like, a guy on the marketing team who's just, like, a huge fan of the history or something. Or someone who's, like, like, said, like someone high up is a sick and was like, this is my chance. Yeah, but, like, I, I need to know why, dude. And I don't want to, it's, it's a little sus because, um, well, I don't know. It's going to. Like I said, I don't have much to stay on the topic. Pers- like, I don't want to go too in depth because, like I said, I'm not fully informed yet. It's like I said, I found out this moments ago. But I was like, it just blew my mind. It fried my brain. I was like, I have to talk to Hamza about this. I have to, like, show, like, this is such a strange. And like I said, the cut, co- the. The collage looks like it's photoshopped. Like someone took a photo of the actual collage and then like self-inserted a, a sick soldier just for personal fun. But nope, that's like straight up. That's that's a physical thing in the real world at the stadium. Wow. Okay, I need to read up more on the Hari Singh Nalwa. Apparently, he's an interesting general. Damn, there's like pictures of him like uh, beating up lions. Of course there are. Of course. He was born in Gujranwala, which is now Pakistan, in 1791. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's pretty recent, actually. I mean, most of Sikh history is recent, just because Sikhi is a pretty young religion as far as religions go. Yeah, it says he, was, he joined the army when he was 10 years old. Like, damn, they recruited early, you know? Defeated the Afghan ruler, played, designed the famous fort, a skilled diplomat. Died in a battle, too. Pretty interesting. Well, yeah, it's like, I had to show it to you. I wanted to get your thoughts, because I, wa- I, wa- I honestly just wanted to get your reaction, because you were just, like, so befuddled, and it was hilarious. Just doesn't make sense to me, dude. Ma- it maybe doesn't make I'm sense not, to me either. Maybe I'm not in the football scene. Nope, so this makes no sense in the football perspective either. Okay, well, you know, there it is then. It's a, it's a nice hoodie, not gonna lie, but uh, it's a, it's a nice hoodie. My dad's like, I'm, I'm, my dad's, I'm, I'm almost positive my dad's gonna buy it. Yeah, of course he's gonna buy it. It's a nice hoodie. I'm almost positive my dad's gonna buy it. Dallas Cowboys is now his favorite team. Is that what it is? No, I get that won't that not never happen. There are limits. Okay, all right. But I get, wow. but I, I'm almost positive he'll probably. Be rooting for the team whenever they're facing off against somebody random. So, like, if there's, like, two teams that normally he would be neutral towards, Dallas Cowboys versus whatever, normally it would be, like, a neutral match. He'll now probably lean more towards the Dallas Cowboys. 
So let me ask you, have you heard of this person before you saw him in this model? I'd heard the name thrown around, but I had no idea what he looked like or anything. And I knew like he was ex- a very important like leader uh, general, but that's about it. Like I, the specifics, I know I still don't know very much about. But I, I recognized the name when I heard the name. I was like, oh, because like when I saw the photo, I was like, oh, it's just a random six warrior. And then when I when I heard, oh, it's supposed to be uh, Hari Singh Nalva, I was like, oh, that's a name I recognize. Just wonder how how common this name is. Maybe like okay, I was like I, I don't understand because I'm not really in the in the space. But like maybe because you're like okay, well I I've grown up in this. I've heard his name a lot of times. Of course, it's very important central figures, and therefore makes sense. But I was like, dude, what? See, really, because I'm I'm a little afraid where people like you know do they talk about cultural appropriation? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not saying this is cultural appropriation, but I'm afraid that people are like okay, just look at really famous rulers. Okay, this guy is really good at stuff. Just add him to our thing. It's like uh yeah, like what did this did this find bit. a list of famous generals who did amazing things and conquered a bunch of territory and we're like oh this one has the coolest looking painting that one like i actually have no idea how like maybe they're like oh well we accidentally like resonated with like a sick population by accident because you have to pick a sick soldier there has to be uh, has to be a reason it's called the the motto is seize everything it sees everything i'm sure this this person tried to seize everything or like seize a Mm. lot of things like yeah seize a lot of things yeah sure but because uh, if you're thinking of rulers, like you, think, you might think of Genghis Khan, okay, like he yeah, Alexander the Great would be the perfect choice for seize everything, or Alexander the Great, or like, but like Alexander the Great, like I don't think people actually know how he looks like. It's just like it's been a long time, right? It's kind of like insert random looking dude. Probably I appreciate uh, again if you search Alexander the Great, I appreciate like the top character would probably be like the fate anime version of him first or something. Oh yeah, he's an he's an anime. So uh, anyways, I, I'm just saying like. It's a, it's an interesting choice. I really just want to know why they chose. I'm kind of curious to know what the sentiment is going to be regarding uh, just people in the community. Because I want to see, like, do they like it? They're like, oh, that's cool. Or, they f- or do they feel like how you think? Like, they're just going to assume that they just saw a list of names of famous generals, picked the one that had the coolest picture, and just threw it on there. No, I mean, I like I, if I was in this, but I would love it. I'd be like, yeah, this is great. You I'm know? a fan. I'm definitely but on then, the positive side of this. But I would still be a little skeptical. I'd be like, hmm. I'm a fan, but like, what are they trying to do here? Like, why, 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 why? Are they pandering for my money? Nah, nah, nah I wouldn't even assume that it's for, it's for money. I'd just be like, why are they ch-? like? It's it's like another must be it might be another reason or something. I don't know. There should I mean there should be interviews when people change mo- models or something, right? Yeah, I think it's just, this has been a this has just been so recently revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll cut to like next week with like, oh yeah, they removed the sick soldier because of backlash. Have you seen backlash? No, no, I haven't. And I don't think there would be, not for something like this. If anything, it's just more people recognizing what six look like, look yeah. like. Quot- quotation marks on that. The average six doesn't look like that. That man is jacked. The average six, that's how the jacked they are, dude. What are you talking about? So, Hamza, I assume you got an email probably a month so or two molded. back. I have to say that every single time. Uh, specifically an email from Gmail itself about how... They're going to start closing off accounts. I think I got an email that said something about deactivate or some crap, and I just like I just ignore all of those immediately. Like, yeah, this is like this is just garbage. Like, oh, your terms and policies have changed. Okay, whatever. I'm still I'm yeah. still gonna use it. So I don't care. Yeah, and if it's big enough, then I'll find out from other means. So it's like whatever. Yeah, like me right now. You'll find out. Nah, if it's nah, big nah. you're the only you're the only one. So it's like I don't think it's big enough. <laughs> but yeah, basically. What Gmail is doing is if a Gmail account hasn't been logged into for over two years, so not a single login in over two years, that account 
gets closed. And so even if you went back to try to log in again, it would act as if the account doesn't exist. Maybe there's a special text message saying that this account has been deactivated. But either way, you can't get back into it. It's gone. It's I, remember, okay, I remember this. I remember this now. We talked about this a little bit before, but like, not on the podcast, but like... Mm, I brought it up big, just when I got the email. The biggest problem with this is is that the name is also taken, right? So you can't you reuse a name. Yes, the name is not reopened up. The, e- the email address is not like put back into the pool of potential emails that someone can take. So the email is closed off and no one can ever use that email address again. again. Yeah. Ever again. Not even the person who had it. No. Yeah. And I remember we talked about this, like how, how it could be very difficult for... See, at the beginning, I was like, why not? Just do it. Why not? What's the big deal? But then obviously the difficulty became really apparent. If you think about like your home address and yeah. uh, if you Basically, move houses... I, 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 I understand why they did this. Like why they're not opening them up. No, see, because, but I didn't understand the first time I did it. Yeah, so it was one of those things where we talked when we talked about it the first time. You were your knee jerk reaction, as was mine, was why not just give the emails out, right? Like no, it's it's gone now. The account doesn't exist. Emails out. But then like we stopped and we thought about it and we're like, oh wait, if I I have an email that I used for like banking or something, or just like very personal information stuff, and someone else takes that email because my account's been deactivated. Any emails being sent there, they'll intercept whether they mean to or not. So similarly, like if you have a if you have a house and you move houses, you might get emails from the previous owner because that's just how it works. Like they know people people might not know they change houses or whatnot. Yeah. How often do you send a notice? Like out of all the places you get mail from, how often do you send a notice to them that you've moved? And so it's like you'll. And it's like I, I think is. It, why is it okay with physical mail? Because physical mail, we've just accepted that as like a reality of the situation. That when you move houses, you, some of your mail is going to go to the old address. And when you move into the new address, you're going to get mail for the old owners. Isn't there and, like a law that says you can't open mail if it's not to you? You can't. Yeah, it's a federal crime. That's like straight to the federal courts. It's not even like state or anything. So at least it's, it's like kind of like... It's a, it's, <clears throat> it's a federal crime to read someone else's mail without permission, of course. So there you go. That must be like, it has to be like a crime to open someone else's email address. I, I, but I guess it's just, it's just so much more difficult to track that. But even then, like, I feel like you could very easily read someone else's mail and then burn it and then act like you never got it. So. Yeah. So I, I just feel like I get why they do it. But what bothers me is just like, there are surely emails out there that people would want, but are taken by someone who, you know, may have lost the login and or don't use that email anymore. Or hell, they could even be dead. They could have died like 10 years ago. And it's just like, why not give those back to those? Like, I remember when I tried to make a professional email, I tried a moldy taken, right? And then I just did a moldy, but then like my na- one of my initials, and that worked, luckily. But I know people who like, they tried that, didn't work. Middle initial and last initial didn't work. And then they got to throw like a number in there. And you don't want to throw a number into a professional email. That looks terrible. And like, yeah. so your professional email can only look so professional based on how uncommon your name is. If your name's really uncommon, you can get an, an email that says your name. It looks very professional. But if your name's like, I don't know, John, how are you going to get an email with John? It's going to be like john5829boss underscore boss at gmail.com. Like, yeah. And it's, I was thinking like, because the reason why I immediately thought that, oh, it's fine, just just release the names again. It's because in like video games or like Twitter handles or whatever, or like, you know, that kind of stuff. You, they do that all the time. Video games, if a name is, you can take someone else's name, 
Like you can, you, like if someone else releases that name, it goes into a pool, and then you can take it again. If it, and but then are people confused that oh, you're not the real, you know, character? No, no, no one cares. And if you're in Twitter or like you know whatever, not just Twitter, like I'm sure other places do this too. You can just change your handle all the time. But that's because they have two separate naming things, right? They have like your identity, like your account identity, is not tied to the name per se or the handle per se. It's tied to like some random hash that we don't even know. Yeah, it's something behind the scenes. But the thing about emails are you need to send people emails and then they send email back to you. So you can't just say, here's my random hash, send an email to me. That's too confusing. You have to say, here's my, you know, last name, first name or whatever the heck at whatever. And because of that reason, I think I think that's the pitfall here because of that reason. If it was a messaging system like, you know, Slack or whatever, then it's not it wouldn't be that big of an issue. But then there comes the problem where like that requires a centralized system somewhere for yeah. that to work. That's what we're, not the real topic. The Fediverse. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Where you need to have somebody who's like maintaining those hashes, the hash to account connection. Yeah. Whereas wasn't the whole point of email like it is just purely like address based? But then again, like it's Google. Like Gmail isn't email email. It's Gmail. Like, there's a difference there. It is centralized to a, a significant degree. So I feel like if anyone could have done it, they could have done it. But yeah, I guess... Well, Gmail could do like this specific for their email policies or whatever. Versus, exactly. Uh, like, I feel like that should be a thing that should have... Maybe when they made Gmail like way back, it was just a generic email, basically. And then later on, when you know now it's too difficult to go back and retroactively do it. Yeah, it could be. Google needs to make a new Google Mail. And just make that the popular one and design it right from the very beginning. The thing is, I, I don't blame Google because let's say let's say I started I started the same idea today. The convenience of just having like name like whatever word you want at gmail.com mm-hmm. is so nice. I don't I'm not thinking okay, 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 well, in a hundred years, most of my people using this will die and therefore the names will be gone out of rotation. So what will I do? And I'm not, I'm not thinking about that because like What's in the now, right? What's it's so much more convenient now that I'm not thinking about that that part, which is really rare. Usually, I think about future and scalability and whatnot, but this time I'm like really thinking like convenience is really nice here, you know. Also, it's a matter of who knows if your product will even exist in a hundred years. You know, that's kind of over ambitious. And you know, Google could always just be like, you know what, Gmail two, Gmail two coming out. You can grab your name right now because they're all gonna be new names. You know, like like different different stuff, different whatever. I guess I didn't really think about it, but I guess even if you wanted a professional-looking email, could you tolerate getting a bunch of junk mail getting mixed in because the person who used this account before just gave the email out to everybody? Like, I guess in some ways those emails are already unusable. Um, what do you mean? Like, like, let's say like I want to get a moldy by Gmail, right? That one's taken. Yeah. And let's say the person who used it before me used it for like a bunch of terrible websites. They just gave it out to everyone. It was like super oh, okay. unconcerned with making sure it's only used for professional use. Used it as like a very personal, almost like a personal trash email. Okay. Then if like, let's say, okay, they op- let's say Google closed down every account that hasn't been touched in two years and opened it up. And so I could grab a Moldip at Gmail. Would I even want that? Because then like, I'm, my inbox is going to be constantly flooded with like these spam emails from a bunch of companies that well, the someone signed up account for also nah, man. this is gmail dude but then also i just realized what about like i forgot my password feature 
on most websites. Like, what's the way they fix? What's this workaround? You give them the email, and then you go into your email and then change it. So you could lose access to a bunch of accounts because someone could just get an email, check to see, hey, was an account on this website created with this email? If it was, forget the password. Get the email link and then do that. When they do, if you're talking about authentication through Google, then I'm not sure that would work. But if you're saying like, okay, if, you, if, you're, getting, if you're using your email as a username. Yeah, not like deal. not sign in with Google. Oh, you're saying, okay, so like, sign that's in kind of like your recovery email. email. Yeah, that's, that's going to break. That's going to break. That's that's easy break. So I was like, like, okay, I forgot my password. Yeah, now I just realized that actually is a huge issue there then. That's kind of a big issue. But like for the other one, it's not a problem. Because like for the spam, Google has a pretty good spam filter. And it'll just figure out, okay, this is all just spam and trash. And then you'll never see it again. But the forget your password is going to be terrible. Yeah, I guess Google's kind of stuck. And like if they were to free them up, they would open up a bunch of vulnerabilities in like the entire internet, basically. Yeah, so it's really simple. The solution is very simple. You, you just check how many unique names do we have that's not terrible. And then you have a little percentage. Once it crosses that threshold, Gmail 2. Done. What would you name Gmail 2? I would name it Gmail 2. So it would be like so, so-and-so at gmail2.com? Yes, sir. That's terrible. Yeah, that's a dumb I'm name. I'm so yeah, glad you're not working in marketing. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. It's a joke. I don't know what I would name it, dude. What's mail in another in another language? G that that word. Oh, okay. Just make it fancy by making it another language. What's mail in Latin? We'll go with that. Oh, dang, now I gotta search this up, dude. No, you <laughs> gotta do it in Siki because we have the Siki cowboy. Oh my god! Is this all companies that start using Punjabi and stuff? Uh, the translation for mail are suta, courses, publicus, and chrysorcium. That's a nice word. Uh, I don't know. I guess we could just use any of these words. G Suta. There we go. But you have to have a uh, <laughs> a sick general as, as the logo. <laughs> as the logo. that That's how it all connects. The reason I brought this up was because another similar thing to this was brought up in a different circumstance kind of thing. Well, basically uh, Ubisoft, this publishing company, has like their own website. Basically, if you don't want to buy games through Steam, you can do it through their website and their launcher. And they've whoa, also recently. What do you mean through? Okay. Versus Epic so, Games versus GOG versus every bajillion other. Yeah, yeah. Like there are a bunch of different marketplaces, a bunch of stores you can think of to buy games online, PC games. And if you wanted to, you could do it directly from the publisher Ubisoft. They have their own. But it's not even, it's not even just the game, it's the launcher. It's one of those weird things where if, when you buy a digital game, you technically don't own the game, you have a license to play the game. It's one of those weird situations. No, wait, I, I, so I still I still don't fully understand. So Ubisoft, are you saying like can you, so is, if I, if I do I have to buy a Ubisoft game or are you yes. saying like Ubisoft in their store will have a bunch of different games? Like it could have games that not are that are not produced by Ubisoft themselves. No, no, no. Ubisoft will just have their own games. So it's just their like, own launcher. It's just their own launcher. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm like because you you alluded to Steam. I was like, this is not close. This is like more like legal like Riot Games launcher or like. Yeah, yeah. This is like a more or like Minecraft launcher. It works for like a yeah, specific yeah, yeah. thing. It's Ubisoft has their own for their games. It's because I guess they want to be direct to consumer. They don't want to go through Steam, but they still put it on Steam because they know that's where ninety percent of people are gonna get it. So so Ubisoft has it, and they're doing the same thing where they're like, I think it's I think it's four years now for them, but it's like X number of years if you don't log in. The account is closed. The username is not given up. It's just like it's locked down. 
I, I think the account exists, but there's no data anymore. It's all gone. What I thought was interesting is one, this is a bit more extreme in my opinion, because then you could technically lose all the games you bought with them. Because like I said, you don't own the games. You own the license to the game. You have you can only play the games by going through your account into the launcher. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But also, like, how realistic is it that you won't log in for four years? It's not impossible. I probably, I probably, I probably have a bunch of games that I haven't logged into or I haven't touched in four years because, like, you know, I played them when I was a kid. But still, it's not great to the idea that you could just lose something you paid for. What games are these? Do you have an example? Assassin's Creed. Just all the Assassin's Creed games. All of them. Okay. That's what I think when I think of Ubisoft. This but is specific the, to a, to a, to a Ubisoft account. Yeah. What if you bought the game on Steam or something? Then you're fine. Then it's whatever Steam's really? policy is. But here's the thing. Here's what I thought was interesting. Because Ubisoft gave a reason. They said why they were doing this. And it wasn't just like, oh, we want to clear up space on our servers. Which is probably like a good reason for them to do yeah. it. But they said it's because they're in, to comply with privacy laws. Oh. And apparently there are places where you can't, you can't keep user data for more than a certain amount of time if the user is no longer considered active and active being that they signed in within a certain amount of time. So it and seems how like... how long is that active period then? I, th- I don't know if it's, it's a case-by-case basis. I want to say Ubisoft said two years and Gmail said two years. So I'm under the impression that it's around two years. Here's the thing. If you go to a website like Social Blade, the, and for those who don't know, Social Blade is a website where you can view statistics of different YouTube channels and different social media accounts. It just tracks all that stuff. I, I assume Social Blade themselves doesn't actually track it. It's just they're using the API to do all that stuff for you. But regardless... Yeah, my, I don't know. But here's the thing. If you search up a channel, like let's say I, I searched up Vsauce, and you want to look at like, give me the data you have, like how many subscribers does this channel have from today up to as far back as you can go? It only goes up to around September 2022, or no, August, August 2022. So a little over a year. In fact, almost exactly a year. That's how far back. That's it. It's kind of trash, dude. What the heck? Yeah. But apparently what I heard recently when I was was listening to stuff about this whole Ubisoft thing is Social Blade used to be able to go back to the beginning of time, basically, from the account creation date. But is this a YouTube thing? That's the thing. It's apparently YouTube has also started doing this thing where they're just like removing that data. Damn. So like there are privacy concerns around this too, where like how much data can a can a company have of a user? And I guess it's like a time frame there. And so Social Blade, maybe YouTube is allowed to keep it internally, but they aren't able to they aren't allowed to share it then through the APIs. And so Social Blade can only show up to a year, two years back. Before, if you had checked this website five, six years ago, you could have seen it from then from the date the channel was created when it had zero subscribers. I want to see these privacy laws, bro. That's why they just, they just throw the word privacy at everything. And I was like, oh, I guess it makes sense. Please, dude. I don't know. This whole thing got me thinking about like how I really wanted the internet to be this thing where things lasted forever. Like, if I knew the right words to search, I could find a video or something I watched when I was like two years old. Like, if I wanted to, I could do that. It's possible still. Mm, eh. Yeah. Well, well, you might not be able to find it on the internet, but someone might have it. That's the thing. I want it to be like the internet, like is the thing, is the it place. Has to live everything. somewhere, dude. The internet is like it's not just like a. I know, I know. Holy I know, grail, I know. top of the like, clouds, living over there. 
<laughs> the, live in the internet is like a collection of computers and therefore someone must own said computers but still like i kind of had this impression the reason i bring this up is just because like i was trying to f- find a video i watched a long time ago when i was a kid and i just couldn't find it and at first i was like oh maybe it's just like a it's one of those cases of i'm not searching the right thing right because obviously like, youtube is only going to show me the recent stuff and i'm looking for a video that's 10 plus years old but then i started thinking like for the gmail thing they specifically specified that if you the, G- the gmail is linked to a youtube channel it will not be closed. So it'll stay up forever. But I'm thinking, how long is that going to last? Are those privacy laws going to make it so that you can't put, you can't keep a YouTube video up for more than X number of years? Like, if you go look at a YouTube channel, the YouTubers will just have to, like, re-upload old videos to keep them fresh on the site. Otherwise, they just disappear into the ether. Um, first of all, it's into the ether. Um, and second of all... What is, what is, what is ether, then? What, what is, what is ether? When you say the Gmail account has to be tied to a YouTube account, what what is that supposed to mean? Uh, basically, if that Gmail account is tied to a YouTube channel that has at least one video on it, then that Gmail has one video on it. Like I have to, I have to upload a video myself. Yeah. Oh. So if you use that Gmail as a YouTube account, and you make a channel on said YouTube account and upload at least one video, I think technically the rule is just you have, you just have to have a channel. So maybe you don't have to upload a video, but you have to at least make a channel. On YouTube, which doesn't happen by default. Or maybe now it does, but it didn't used to. You have to go and do that. So what I was thinking was um, the idea that YouTube... Because, like, how many people do you think put videos on YouTube, like, daily? Like, that's hours of content. I'm wondering, I probably, like, people put so many videos on YouTube that I can't even consume it all in my entire lifetime. Maybe that's too crazy. But no, I'm no, just no, saying, no, like, that's easily crazy. That's, it wasn't, I think... Like 10 plus years ago, I remember reading a statistic from YouTube themselves that like every minute, 48 hours of content is uploaded. Yeah. Okay. Well, that proves my point then. I guess that's crazy. Yeah. So do you think they have space for all that? Like, hey, no way. They don't have have a finite space. Okay. So at one point, they're going to be like, you know what? It's been a while. 10 years old videos. They're gone. And I'm sure they have some some kind of statistics where they, they, they see like, how good does an old video really do compared to newer videos? I bet it doesn't do like that amazing. Like the number of extra views are like minuscule. Yeah, totally. Compared totally. to when new videos come out. Absolutely. That's why they they say if you want to have a successful YouTube channel, you have to upload regularly. Because but I'm your saying old like, stuff you, will not get pushed. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying also for just for YouTube itself. YouTube is like, why would I keep these videos on my server when I'm getting like 20 views or 20k views, and your newest videos are getting like 100k? I, I don't want to really give that much bandwidth to like these old. The ones. older stuff. Like, yeah, I, t- I tend to agree. I remember recently, it might have been like a year or two ago now, where they said, like, if basically they said, if your videos don't get enough views, we're just going to take them down. And the, obviously, the view, the, right. view, the view cap was like, I don't know if they gave like a specific number, but from what I've heard, it's like, basically, if you get more than a view, that's fine. That's enough. But I think the issue was people were using YouTube as like cloud storage for their videos. Oh, I saw this guy who was using a YouTube video as actual storage. He would oh, convert yes. all of his data into like these little binary things and convert it back. It's like, oh, that's too much now. Now you're going to ruin it for everyone. That's the thing. You're like, he, you, he found like, a, he, basically, you know, at the end of the day, uh, files are just ones and zeros on your computer, right? So yeah. he just converted the ones and zeros into a video in a very clever way. And then he could just download the video and convert those ones and zeros in the video back into the file that was originally. So he created like full cloud storage on YouTube. And obviously, you need to account for like compression and stuff. And yeah, you, it's a tool you can just download and use. So it's uh, that's you're gonna ruin it, bro. 
But I think th- those are probably the videos that would get flagged. It's like, there's no activity here. Delete it. But then it's not so hard to make a bot just like watch the video. Like, like really. Yeah, that's the thing. People got concerned. They're like, oh, but does that count for like old videos? Like you said, like if a video is old enough and it stops generating new traffic, is that enough to be deletion worthy? Or is it have to be? Or, and like YouTube was kind of like, oh, no, no. It's just if you upload a video, if you're uploading a bunch of videos and none of them are getting any views. Then we're gonna start flagging your account as like we suspected for being you know basically abusing storage, and not actually making content. But they they like you said like, but one day they're gonna be like okay we're spending like sixty billion dollars a year, on storage, so we gotta cut costs somewhere. And like first 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 they were just like oh if your account has n- you know no meaningful amount of views, we're gonna f- delete it. But then eventually it's like oh. Well, if a video is more than X number of years old and it hasn't gotten enough, hasn't gotten a single view in the last two years, then. But I wonder if it's possible for YouTube just to just be like, okay, if you really want your videos to stay up, you got to pay us. Oh, you start paying YouTube to keep your videos up? Because right now it's a, it's a pretty sweet deal. You know, you put, you put the video on YouTube, uh, people see it and whatnot, but now it's like, okay, it's getting too much. Your views are not so great. If you want to pay uh, $8 a month, you know, pretty classic model. That'd be an interesting way because I know I I'm convinced at some point YouTube is gonna go subscription. Like, obviously, right now they're kind of keeping it at like you can subscribe for perks, but like actually the website itself is free. But I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like the more time goes on, the more unrealistic that model becomes. Yep. Like ad revenue just isn't enough. They're cracking down on ad block too. So I've heard about that. I haven't experienced that personally. But you I've heard literally that- told me that you saw a video with ad, with. With it was like a blank screen when the ad was, but it didn't skip the ad. What do you mean? You told me you saw a YouTube video where mm-hmm. it there was an ad, but normally it skips the ad. But it was just a blank. It was just a black screen instead of the actual ad. But you still had to wait. Yeah, but that's not. Oh, I I don't think that's what that was. I think that was just like a. I assume that was just a glitch where it was supposed to play a video, and whoever paid for the ad space put the put the wrong file in. I don't, no, no, I, I don't think corrupted. so. No, I don't think so. So you think what happened? Because that wasn't on an ad block enabled device. The thing I'm telling you about. Oh, dude. I swear when you it sounded like it was supposed you to be. You could be talking about a conversation we had in a group chat, and the other individual might have brought it up. Oh. But the experience yeah, I had was just like I was on an iPad, which doesn't have ad block, and just an ad appeared before a video, but it was just blank. It was just nothingness for like ten seconds, and the ad ended. So I think that's just whoever okay, okay, paid for okay. the ad space put up the wrong video to be played. Okay, I thought, you, I thought that was because of adblock. But I, I have heard that they're cracking down. I mean, Twitch did. So, a lot of the filters don't work on Twitch. Or maybe there's probably workarounds, but, you know, not that convenient anymore. I was going to say, like, let's say they get rid of the ads on YouTube. I mean, like, they get rid of the adblock on YouTube. So, you have to view the ads. Would that, would that drive you to more of an incentive to just full-on get YouTube? YouTube I don't premium? mind ads that much. At least not the ads on YouTube yet. Obviously, there's a limit. But like said, I, ad, dude. I mostly watch my YouTube content on my tablet, which doesn't have, it doesn't have an ad block and stuff. So I've been, work, I've been fine with it so far. Okay. I do see like the perks they give to like, I, like, I haven't gone to like the website to see what are the perks, but obviously they're advertising the perks in the app just because, you know, there'll be a feature and be like, oh, you have to get premium to do this. So like offline video, being able to download a video and watch it w- without internet. That's like a prick. And like obviously the download button is constantly there. If you accidentally touch that download button, it'll bring up pop up like, hey, sign up, give us money. And the other one is obviously the high resolution video. Like the it's like ten eighty P but it's a higher bit rate. 
and I don't then know what that means. It just means like it's the like 1080p, but the bitrate is different. The number of pixels on screen are the same, but it's just a matter of how fast that data reaches. It, it basically it's it's super hard to explain, but because it, it sounds like if the pixels are the same, it should look the same, but it's not. You can get like the same number of pixels, but one can look better, be a smoother video, and have better audio because it has more bandwidth to play with. So the number of pixels is the same. The resolution is the same. But one is just objectively a better viewing experience. Well, I still don't get it, but that's fine. It's higher quality, but it's the same number of pixels on screen. That's how you need to know. So to use that option, you got to use premium to get that higher quality version of it. The one that I see a lot, because I, I constantly like put videos in my watch later, is now when you go to put something in the watch later, there's a new option, which is like add to queue or something. And I... I'm guessing by the name, I haven't used it because I don't have premium. I'm guessing by the name, what it does is like, if you add it to Q, this video will autoplay after the previous video. The one yeah, you're currently watching. Broken, dude. It used to be free. And now what? it's like, yeah, it used to be free. I used to use it all the time. Now it's like, nah. Like to add to a Q? Yeah. I've never seen that feature before until after it became a paid thing. Yeah, no, I've seen it all the time. And also the picture in play thing. That's yeah. like, oh, you got to pay for that. But I see it, it happens to me like half the time. Anyways. Oh, I yeah, I use Picture and Play constantly because yeah. I'm addi- I'm addicted to the internet. And I have to do like three things at once, and I've never seen that pop up once. It never once said. The only time it did that was for music. Are you sure you not thought the music being flagged? Because music isn't allowed to be Picture in Picture. Videos are fine. So if it's a music video, it'll flag it as like, oh, you're trying to listen to music outside of YouTube. Not allowed by YouTube Music. Mm, that's interesting. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. So that might but be. Some it. music work. Some don't. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. But I assume those are the ones that are doing some clever trick to bypass the filter for so that yeah. the video doesn't get flagged. And so whatever, the, I assume the same flagging system for copyright is the same flagging system for don't let this be in picture in picture because it's the music. Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, I'm, I'm thinking like what price does YouTube Premium have to be for me to think? Because the problem with YouTube Premium is they bundle a bunch of crap. Like they like get music. It, 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 it's like 70 bucks or 15 bucks. I don't know. I don't actually know how much it is. How much is but, YouTube Premium now? I remember it used to be like... I remember there was a point where I was like, you know what, I might actually get YouTube Premium. And then I checked and the price had gone up from what it originally was. And like, no, not anymore. One month free trial, 14 bucks a month. 14 bucks a month. I'm pretty sure it used to be five. And like rec- like a month or two ago, I was thinking about getting YouTube Premium. And then I saw it was no longer five. It is now 15. Okay, but there is an annual plan for 140 annually. Which comes out to what? 11, like almost 12 or $10 a month with a little extra on top? Yes. And there's also a family plan, which is $23, and you get five family members in your household. I don't exactly know how that works, though. And then the student one is $8 a month. Wow, student mm. is $8. It's a lot cheaper. But what do you get for this? You get ad-free background play. You get downloaded. You can download the videos, and you get YouTube Music Premium. Here's my question to you. What if I want to say I don't want I don't care about YouTube Music Premium I don't care about downloads I just want the ad free experience I don't even care about background play background play just the ad free experience. But th- but I can't do that. They're like nah, fourteen bucks or for a student they're like eight bucks. Eight bucks the issue to me is, is that becomes a lot more difficult to keep track of then like oh does this what what account type does this person have it becomes harder to market if you had to be like oh join up for YouTube Premium there are sixteen tiers and each tier provides a different amount of enjoyability experience and like all that jazz gets really complicated no, fair, to market. Enough, fair, fair enough no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the marketing team here but I'm, all I'm saying is for myself personally like I wouldn't want to buy this because I don't care about all these other features and I know it's expensive because they're adding YouTube music premium and all this other stuff which why would I pay for that but 
I would definitely pay for the ad-free experience, depending on how much it costs. Would you? No, that's nothing. That's nothing. Depend. Cause look, listen, YouTube. I use. What if it was one dollar a month? One dollar a month. Yeah, one dollar easily. Uh, easily, I would pay for that. Oh really? One dollar, okay. I would pay. Two dollars, I would pay. Three dollars, I would pay. Four dollars, I would pay. Five dollars. Now I'm not sure if I would pay. I'm surprised you go that high. I was like, I was thinking like you wouldn't pay more than two dollars and twenty cents or something like that. I love it when you're so specific for like no reason. Two dollars twenty-one. That's too much. No, 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 like the thing is, I use YouTube a lot. Like I, I joke a lot about YouTube. Like you know, I'm kind of, actually, I'm still kind of waning off of it, but like still, I still use it a lot. It seems like it's worth a while, but it's like, dude, eight dollars a month. That's to be a student. For some reason, that number I just don't like that number because that's that's too common of a number for subscription models. It's almost like someone has done the psychological research to figure out this is the perfect amount you can charge. Yeah. What if we, what if you just want YouTube Music Premium? Is that a thing? I don't think. No, I don't think it's a thing anymore. I think that used to be a thing. Get music premium. No, eleven dollars a month. So you're telling me out of the fifteen, eleven dollars are essentially the YouTube music? Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. And for student it's five forty nine a month. So that's not terrible. Nah, it's not that Like good. I know obviously they're gonna make it cheaper in the package. Like realistically, the ad free experience, the what was the other stuff? Ad free experience, picture in picture. And downloads. And downloads. And background play, background play. And background play, those things. Like those th- four or five things. Probably cost more than four dollars a month. But they have to like they're trying to give you a deal on yeah. the package. So they make YouTube music cost less technically overall. But even then, like if it's eleven dollars a month on its own, I don't think they're gonna I'm I can only assume half of that fifteen dollars is YouTube pre- music. Isn't that crazy? Well fourteen dollars. That's crazy. So it's just like yeah, so like, wait, it, wait. It, if YouTube it, was eleven dollars here and this is fourteen total, that literally three dollars is what I care about, dude. I care about the others. You care the about the three chunk. bucks. <laughs> wow, disappointing YouTube disappointment. So close to greatness. So would you pay for? So then you would pay four bucks for everything except YouTube Premium or YouTube Music. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'll pay just for the ad-free experience. Like not even the background play, not even the downloads. Just for the. I would probably pay for the downloads. Honestly, downloads actually seems really convenient. Why? I never download videos. When do you download? I download just so I, I don't have to use my data. I don't like using my data when I'm out and about. I just download. When do you watch YouTube watch videos when you're out and about? Long car rides. I, honestly, oh, I would okay. use it exclusively for trips. If I ever go to a trip somewhere. I usually, just pre-download do do a bunch of things before the trip. Oh, I'm usually reading books during trips. Oh, what a nerd. What? Why is, dude, I never got that, dude. You're reading books, you're a nerd, but then you're watching like TV and you're not a nerd? How does that make any sense? I know, it's dumb. It's, you know, believe it or not, people who insult others aren't typically the most logical thinkers. So there is, there's actually another feature which I never use. I'm wondering if you use this, Muldoon. Uh, wow, I didn't show up this time. Some channels, some YouTube channels have this thing called, they have this join button. Join, yes. You, you can join it and become a member of the channel, so to speak. And you're basically, pr- you're, it's basically like Patreon, but you built into YouTube. So you can support this specific channel directly. Of course, YouTube, YouTube takes a cut. I think YouTube takes thirty percent. Okay, I, I was I was trying to find a channel that had it. Okay, I found one. Funhouse, Funhouse has it. It's too late. I already found one. And this one says, okay, membership. They have different membership here. I guess these are like customizable because guys like Thunder, Thundara, Thundaga. I don't know, but it's two dollars a month. Yeah, different tiers. Two dollars a month for the low, the smallest tier. You get some emojis. You get some badges. Some member only streams. For the next tier, you get like some gifts, and the last one you get shoutouts and videos. But that's twenty five dollars a month for for this guy. So these are additional subscriptions, but only for that channel. Yep, you get perks, but they're only for that channel. 
I think this was more this this very much felt like they were trying to do the Twitch model where you can subscribe to Twitch streamers, you get a bunch oh. of emotes. And yeah, this kind of does the same thing where you end up with a bunch of emotes. I, I it sounds from where I missed the word you used, but I don't think they use the actual word emotes. They call it something else, but it's the same idea. Where in comments you can use specific like reaction pictures that you can't use anywhere else on YouTube or other users can't use on YouTube. You have to be a member of this channel to get those. You know, my thing too is really small and it is small, but like, why is it always a subscription, dude? Why is it always subscription based? I'm getting really tired of these subscription based models. Because they work so well. Even if it's not a situation of they're just trying to get you to forget your pain for it and get money from you for a thing you don't use. Even if you ignore that part of it, it's just like it's, it's reliable income, right? You make a product, you sell it. You can only make one sale per product. But if it's a subscription, you can constantly make money and you're kind of guaranteed every quarter, even if you don't make a product that quarter or their product isn't popular, you have the subscription service backing you and keeping yeah, okay, your business afloat. Well, let's say, well, let's say for example, there's a service called Nebula. Have you heard of Nebula? I've heard of Nebula, yeah. It's basically, it's like an education YouTube made yeah. by YouTube, by education YouTubers. Like it's yeah. actually not part, I, I actually don't know the details. I don't know if it's like technically it's owned by YouTube actually behind the scenes, but. No, I don't think so. But yeah, I, I just heard about it recently and the guy said, there's a special deal right now in the month of this month. And he said, originally, the price is $10 per year. Mm, something really good. Like a really decent price for what sounds like. I actually haven't gotten it yet. I actually could, I've been thinking about it for a long time. I actually didn't know what the price was. I thought it was $10 a month. So that's why I'm ignoring it. $10 a year? Uh, well, I'm, I'm wrong. But that's what I heard from this guy. And he said $10 a year. And this, this is pretty, pretty nice. But then he said there's a special deal for a lifetime uh one time purchase basically for three hundred dollars. Oh, so you get what is that? But is that thirty years? Thirty years, yes. So you only get the money back if you use the service for thirty years. So you have to make an investment. Basically you're saying like do you think the service will last thirty years? Because who the heck has heard of Nebula in the first place? And secondly, are you gonna be using it? Yeah it's five dollars a month for Nebula dude. Did I swear that I said ten dollars a year dude? nothing or $50 a year yeah $10 a year if it was $10 a year I would have bought it like in a heartbeat nah dude come on like there's not that many people that I even know about in in Nebula there are enough enough of the YouTubers I watch who put content on Nebula and I care about their content specifically I would pay for at least for $10 a year easily $10 a year would have gone is there no other? What about lifetime membership? Wasn't there a lifetime? Are you thinking of Curiosity Stream? Is that like, I think that's like a very similar thing that also is like creator driven. No, so it was it was definitely Nebula because he mentioned Wendover. I know Wendover is on here. Wait, how do I buy stuff? Oh, here. What is it? Sign up. Oh, okay, okay. So when you click sign up, it says lifetime offer. Lifetime membership three hundred dollars. Oh, so lifetime is three hundred. Pay so, once for unlimited five... access to video. Blah blah. If it's, it's fifty dollars a year, yeah, fifty dollars a year. So then it's only seven years, six years. Yes. Yeah, it's only six years. Now it's a bit more reasonable. Now it's like okay, now I'm actually consider. Before it was like thirty years, six years is like it's still a gamble. You're still hoping that thing will exist for six years, and it's profitable enough for them to keep it up and all that stuff. But that's a reasonable time frame for you to even be able to think about. Who is the biggest name on Nebula? Is it Wendover? Tech Alter. Tech Alter is where I heard it from. Oh, Legal Eagle's on here. Maybe he's the most popular. So you have to sign in to even watch any of these videos. 
So Curiosity Stream is like a combination of a bunch of different streaming services in one package. So it's like a cable package. I was trying to figure out what Curiosity Stream was and why I was confusing it with Nebula. Dude, Nebula's website is not well designed. Oh wow! Oof. Like it's kind of confusing, or it's just it's just not that straightforward. Like compared to YouTube, YouTube is like, here's a video, like just watch the videos. But this landing page is like straight to. Uh... Maybe the landing page is different if you already have an account. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine. That's fair enough. Oh, here's the what they actually okay. Here's what they actually benefit: exclusive content. Nice. Well, okay. Support creators are amazing. No pre-roll ads. That doesn't mean no ads, just no pre-roll ads. Download videos, okay, and then $5 a month. Subscribe to get access to all our premium content, including Nebula Originals, Nebula Plus bonus content, Nebula First early releases, and Nebula Classes. So you can take classes here. Cancel whenever you'd like. Okay. And the original content they have here is Modern Conflict, Real Life Lore, Night of the Coconut, Sci-Fi Musical Comedy, okay. Final Days of Majuro. Wendovers. I don't know if these are movies or they're just videos. I assume they're videos. There's I assume like videos three, made only for Nebula. They, they won't, the creators have agreed not to put them on YouTube or any other services. Jurassic Park turns 30. But it seemed like normal YouTube videos that they just put on Nebula. Yeah, basically. I, that's what I assumed it was. I assumed a Nebula original is just, here's a video that could go on YouTube, but we've made it Nebula only in a way to put so we can kind of give more value to the product. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I'm actually totally wrong. Because there's already exclusive content here. So there's no reason to separate exclusive content from original. But here it says Nebula Originals are feature-length documentaries, collaborative series, Ooh. animated specials, and more produced exclusively for Nebula by your favorite creators. Okay. So, so it's pr- uh, produced by Nebula as opposed to by the creator themselves. And then Nebula Plus has bonus content, including extended cuts, companion videos, interviews. Then the early releases are, well, early releases. Okay. Extended cuts are an interesting idea where it's like, you can watch a video on YouTube, but there will be pieces of it that go more in depth, perhaps, or will elaborate on things, or there'll just be more of it. And you can watch those extra pieces on Nebula. So you get like a longer version of the video on Nebula. Fortunately, I don't think it's uh, worthwhile right now. What would make it, um, what would make it, um, you, would, you would pay for the solution right now? Not right now, no. Because when you said $10 a year, I was like, yes, easily. You would do it $10 a year. Yeah, ten dollars a year. Yeah, I'd probably do it. Really? Well, I give. I, I. I'd at least give it a shot. You know, I'd pay for the one year, use the product, see if there's enough content on there for me to continue subscribing year after year. But yeah, easily I'd give it a shot. But usually they have free trials. I'm sure you can still try it out. Then I would do that first. But like, I would, I would consider buying for ten dollars a year. As it is now, I'm like, I know there won't be enough there for me. So there's no point even going through the free trial hassle. I like the name Nebula. Alright. That's kind of a tangent I didn't expect. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that's easy how this podcast goes. Well, thanks for listening to another fantastic episode of Time Sing. Make sure you like and subscribe and you smash that like button. Wait a minute, it's not YouTube. This video uh, brought to you by Nebula. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're not sponsored, dude. <laughs> cut, that, cut that out. Alright, Homes is signing off. I'm already logging off. All right, I'll start it. Don't worry about this. I, I got it. I got it. This is episode 149 of Time Sync. This is a moldy. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. All right, fine.
Hope you guys are having a great day. And I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. You're doing fine. Well, you should start with like, welcome back, Thompson. Right. Right. So, and to, I gotta, I gotta think like I'm a, I'm a crazy what? person. Here we go. 